Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. Hello and welcome to another episode of Overdrinkers, the Story Screen Presents podcast where I get together with some friends uh, over a couple drinks, uh, discuss a movie or two or three, many movies, go off on tangents. Uh, I, of course, am your host, Mike Burge, it me. I'm the only one that hosts this podcast, and today we have a very, 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 very merry special episode. Uh, it's our Christmas episode, and I thought that for our Christmas episode, uh, I would sit down and discuss with uh, some of my closest friends um, one of the like the biggest characters in Christmas kind of film culture kind of thing, and uh, like the iterations that have kind of come and gone about that. Talking about the Grinch, uh, you know, like uh, the uh, the 66, I believe, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas cartoon based on the original children's book by Dr. Seuss, and then it was remade into a Ron Howard film in 2000 starring Jim Carrey. Uh, and so I uh, I reached out to try and see um, if uh, who, who would be interested in doing that. And, um, uh, you know, believe it or not, uh, very hard to get a bunch of people together uh, to just um, get drunk and talk about the Grinch uh, just um, 24 hours before Christmas. So um, I'm by myself. I'm here by myself. Uh, I've got, uh, but it's cool. It's great. I've got um, some delicious, you know, on over drinkers, we always have a theme beverage. So I have uh, some really delicious uh, eggnog. Um, and I, and I, you know, it's just like, like Christmas is a time for like people to get together, you know, and to be in the situation where, you know, you're just trying to do something to have some fun, loosen, never mind. So we got, uh, we have some eggnog, um, with a little bit of, uh, Four Roses, uh, bourbon is in there. A lot, a lot of it's in there. Um, and then you put some cinnamon on top too, and you mix that up and it tastes really good. Uh, serve it over ice. You can also do it hot. It's completely up to you. I have mine on ice. So cheers to, cheer, cheers to me. Cheers to me, everyone. It's great. But, uh, yeah, so we're here. I'm here, but you're with me too, but I'm here. Um, cause nobody else wants to. Nobody else wants to do it, uh, so or can do it. It's not that they don't want to. It's just like you know, like people are in other countries on vacation, you know, Christmas vacation, visiting family, friends, loved ones, um, people that care about them, and they're doing that stuff. They're over at their families, um, but it's cool because guess what I did? Uh, I knew this was gonna happen. Um, so I, I put on my brand new Christmas sweater. I got PJs on PJ, PJ bottoms on. I'm, I'm feeling really good. I'm drinking a lot of whiskey. Uh, I, and I, I got my very own cheese pizza just for myself. It's my very own cheese pizza. I get to eat the whole thing. So there's that. Um, I had a whole cheese pizza, eggnog, whiskey. It's going to be great. Merry Christmas to everybody listening. Hopefully this works out really good. Um, I think it's going very good so far. Uh, technically, nobody can really mess it up but me. So that's not nerve wracking. 
Um, so yeah, let's let, let's talk the Grinch real quick. I mean, this episode is really going to kind of be about how the Grinch stole Christmas, the 2000 Ron Howard flick um, with uh, Jim Carrey and um, everybody's favorite actor, Jeffrey Tambor. Um, but also going back to the, you know, the short 25 or so minute cartoon from the 60s and also the original Dr. Seuss book. Now, if you haven't read the Dr. Seuss book, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Maybe somebody got that for you as a gift. That'd make a pretty good one. Um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original cartoon short, is one of my favorite things to watch. I watch it every year on Christmas. I, I have my own kind of Christmas movies that I like to watch, you know, you know, and like there's always this, these, you know, the, the, the conversations people have about like, Ooh, well, what is a Christmas movie? Meh, meh, meh. Look at your bow. Like, what did you find it? Meh, meh, meh. Which is a very interesting conversation to have. I don't know why I was doing that voice. But you get people that are like, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Now, first off, look. Let me get in here real quick. Anyone who tells you that Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie is messing with you all you give them by arguing with them and getting mad is exactly what they want. There is no reason in all of reality and beyond to think that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Let's go down the checklist. Takes place on Christmas. Bing. Is about family. Bing. There's Santa hats, there's decorations, there's presents, bing, 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 Christmas party, bing. There's Christmas music on the soundtrack, both diegetically and non-diegetically, bing. It's a Christmas movie, deal with it. It's the entire concept behind, behind that, whoa, what's the rule? It's like, if something, if something like, um affects the characters and the story in a way that it propels it forward and the plot would not be able to work without it that that makes it like that's that's a thing that matters to the movie and so you know i wouldn't say genre wise die hard is a christmas movie genre wise die hard is an action movie absolutely just in the same way that genre wise the nightmare before christmas isn't a halloween movie or a christmas movie it's a stop motion animation movie that's the genre Lethal Weapon, Christmas movie. A lot of Shane Black movies, Christmas movies. Iron Man 3, Christmas movie. You know, I'm a little weak on the argument there, but it's there. I mean, shit, Nice Guys, like the last scene takes place at Christmas. Spoiler alert for Nice Guys. That doesn't make it a Christmas movie, but there's a little Christmas in there. You can't say that that scene is a little Christmassy. Anyway, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, the Jim Carrey one. Uh, the movie gets a lot of bad stuff. Uh, I mean, I get it. Like, the movie's not good. But it's also kind of like, like, as a time capsule piece, almost 20 years later, like, looking back on it, and you're just like, wow, like, that. that's, that's what they thought. I mean, like, Ron Howard, one of the biggest directors of all time. Jim Carrey, easily one of the top 10 most famous actors working at the time that that came out. What was it, like November 17th in 2000? Uh, it's an Academy Award winning film, one for best makeup. Um, yeah, you know, the movie's bad. It's like really bad. 
Um, but it's also kind of like entertaining in that way, like where it's like some parts are really bad. And so you can kind of like laugh at yourself or your friends if you have any of those that would love to hang out with you and watch The Grinch and talk about it afterwards. Um, some of us are lucky. Uh, but it's also kind of like, you know, first off, like the makeup in it is like Cronenbergian scary. Uh, all the Who makeup, you know, the teen heartthrob Bill Irwin plays, um, I think it's Lulu Who, who is um, the father of the girl, um, Cindy Lou Who. Um, and uh, Kelly plays uh, the dog Max. Uh, um, Molly Shannon's in it. Um, all right. Well, I'm... Okay, hold on a second here. Let's see. Let's see something here. Let's let, hold on. Hi, Mike. Hey, Jack. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm uh, sitting here doing the uh, the Grinch podcast. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm by myself. I'm drinking some uh, eggnog and some bourbon, and I got a whole cheese pizza just for myself. Are you on the air right now? Yeah. Okay. All uh, right, go on. Bourbon, uh, pizza, Grinch. Yeah, I'm doing, really, I'm, I'm doing really good, so I hope you don't feel bad about being, um, you're over in another country right now, right? No, I, well, I don't feel bad. I, I feel maybe a little bad that you're talking about the Grinch on your own, but I'm here now. Oh, are you back? No, 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 just in Radio Land with you. Oh, oh, well, yeah, I appreciate that, too. You're over in the United Kingdom? The UK, yes, England. That's nice. What time is it over there? It is 12, uh, just about 12 o'clock. At night? At night. Ah, yeah. partying hard on uh, Christmas, Christmas time? Yeah, going good, yeah, yeah. Well, pre, that's... pre Christmas partying hard. That's great, man. Uh, yeah, I, I I was calling real quick to see if uh, you know you if you had anything to say about the Grinch or you know any Christmas movies um, in general. I'm fine uh, here on my own. I'm You're doing fine. absolutely okay. fine. I'm having a great time. You sound fine. Good. You're you're very astute. Yeah, yeah I can tell by your voice. You're fine. Uh, the Grinch. Um, do I have any feelings on the Grinch? Not really. Uh, Jim Carrey as the Grinch was a choice. They chose that. You know, another person that they were considering was Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, really? Or Jack Nicholson, yeah. Would have been, oh, well, Jack Nicholson would have asked for a lot of, he would have wanted the points. So they would, they would have saved a bunch of money in makeup, am I right? True, you know, yeah. Jack Nicholson can be tricky in that, that way. Tricky Jack, that's what they call yeah, him. Do you think that would have been better with Dustin Hoffman? Uh, it would have been way more interesting, for sure. More interesting, you think, than Jim Carrey? Yes. I See, I think Jim Carrey inherently can make those cartoonish facial expressions. No problem. Well, I mean, that's no. what I mean. Like, I find it would be more interesting to get somebody like Dustin Hoffman, who's really only, only experience with something like this would be something like playing Captain Hook in Hook, 
But like Jim Carrey's the obvious choice, you know. He's he's like you know the the cartoon man. I suppose you're right on that one. I guess it would have been more of a challenging role for Dustin Hoffman. Right, and twenty years removed, it might have been really intense. Did you watch the new Grinch? No, I haven't seen the new Grinch. I was gonna try and get out there to see it for this episode, but uh, it that 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 just uh, was not a thing that I felt like doing. In 2018, mm-hmm. and you've not seen the, the 2018 film, The Grinch. Yeah, no. So, Overdrinkers is a show where we do retro uh, like podcasts, like about how The Grinch stole Christmas in 2000. There's another show that is like somebody else's other responsibility to watch new shows, uh, new movies, and talk about them. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. I should check that out. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna let yeah, you go. Uh, what's no, what's, your, what's, your Grinch, so. what's your what's your favorite Christmas movie? What's your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. Sign out with that. Um, obvious choice. Die Hard. Um, Controversial. Kind of, uh, 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 tougher choice. I think the more more left field choice is Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way is a good one. We were talking about that the other day. Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Sinbad. That's what you get. Sinbad. Yeah. There's a weird mail bombing situation yeah. scenario going on in Jingle All the Way that I don't think plays as well as it does, as it maybe did in the time, in the pre sort of 9 11 culture. But uh, yeah, yeah, Turbo Man. Different, different time. Haley Joel Osmond, Anakin Skywalker. Yes. Yeah. All right. Jingle there. Well, Jack, uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas and happy holidays to everybody over there. Uh, give Eleanor a big sloppy kiss on the cheek for me. Will do. Thanks, Mike. That's merry it. Christmas and happy holidays to you, too. And I'll be back for New Year's. Yeah, I got your present wrapped up and under the tree, man. Same for yours. All right. I love you. See you soon. Love you, too, buddy. Bye. Yeah, so, yeah. Jack's doing fine over there. That's good. That's great. I mean, it's... The whole thing with like Dustin Hoffman playing the Grinch, like that's kind of like, uh, I guess, Dr. Seuss's uh, wife. When Dr. Seuss passed away, he was like, I don't want to get my shit made into movies. Uh, And then he passed away and his wife apparently got some lawyers to go on out there and was like for five million dollars and like five percent of the, uh, the, the, the gross and like, I don't know, like. 30 40 50 percent of like um, the all the music rights and the merchandising and stuff like that i get all that and then you can go in there but she also had the stipulation where needed somebody i think i think they wanted the director to be somebody who had made like a lot of movies and like a lot of money off of them and that's they got ron howard and the uh the 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 other stipulation was who plays the grinch and it was like Jack Nicholson, Dustin Hoffman, Jim Carrey. I think there was maybe one or two other ones. It was a very short list of like pretty big actors that would like be able to kind of fill that role by that would be interesting by name recognition alone. Because you're hiring somebody to play like one of the most classic uh, like cartoon villains out there. You know, it's kind of like the the villain side of hiring somebody to play Mickey Mouse. Like who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows how to do that? I don't here in this room by myself. Um, but yeah, you know, there's also, you know, like, uh, Jingle All The Way and Die Hard, great choices for, 
favorite movies and stuff like that. I did a uh, Facebook post uh, yesterday on my own private Facebook uh, asking people like, hey, what do you, uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? And what do you think about The Grinch and stuff like that? Not a lot of people were talking to me about The Grinch. Um, My good buddy, Brian, uh, who lives out in um, La La Land, uh, he he mentioned, uh, you know, he said his favorite Christmas movie was Scrooge, which... Fuck yeah, it's a great movie. It gets better and better as I watch it, and I myself get older. Uh, but he also mentioned about The Grinch, said it was like kind of interesting in the way that they did all this different stuff. And he brought up a really good point how it's like in the new, like in the Jim Carrey Grinch, it was like uh, like that, that he gets all the trash from Whoville, and that kind of makes sense towards his character, and that can also kind of lead into this idea that he had of, uh, you know, like Max, the dog, being... Uh, like maybe thrown away, like it was a Christmas gift as a when he was a puppy, but as he got older, maybe the Who's down in Whoville threw him away, and like that's how the Grinch got him, and he was just kind of like trash thrown to the side, much in the same way that they paint the Grinch in that movie and his arc in that movie, because like in the 2000 Jim Carrey How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Grinch fucks. He wants to, and he falls in love with this girl when he's young. Um which the, the actor that plays the Grinch when he's young is uh, the same uh, guy that played, and I say guy because I think he was 19 years old at this time. He had like a uh, a growth thing where he didn't he didn't grow um, as uh, anybody else would perceive as um, the uh, typical way to grow. He's a very small person, uh, was on Ally McBeal, and biggest thing was uh, played all the babies in uh, Baby Geniuses, if you remember that movie. But, um, yeah, he falls in love with this girl, and that girl later on is uh, played by an older actress, and uh, she's married to the mayor, played by um, uh, that really, really great, super respectful dude, Jeffrey Tambor, of Arrested Development fame. Um, you know, he, uh, he, gets, he gets the girl at the end, which is nice. Uh, and he, um, you know, he's a little bit more nasty in this one, you know, cause he's given more to do really. It's, uh, it's, it's like, you know, I said that the best makeup, they won best makeup for Academy Award. That's really cool because like the makeup in this, however disturbing that it might be when you are a child, like, uh, our very own Jeremy Kolodzewski, Jack's uh, younger brother said that when he saw this movie, when it first came out and he was very young, it like scared the shit out of him because like everything looked really creepy in this this movie does look very creepy. It looks like a uh, like like a like a fever dream Christmas theme park that would be an absolute nightmare to actually be in. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's a hell of a movie, man. Like it's uh, they like they build on it, and really, it's kind of only like the beginning, and then like a couple spots speckled throughout, and then the end are really the only things that are from the book or from like the original. Uh, or like the cartoon uh, version from the '60s. Um, but uh, let's let's actually hold on. Let, let me hold on a second here. Let's see. Hello. Hey, Bernadette. How are you? 
I'm really good. I'm sitting here uh, doing the um, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas podcast on my own. Oh, okay. Yeah. All of them? Just going right through? Uh, I, I'm mainly focusing on the Jim Carrey one and, uh, you know, kind of touching on the, the 66 and, the, and, and like the book itself. I didn't see the new one. Did you see the new one? I have not seen the new one. Oh, that, 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 that makes sense. I don't think anybody really saw it. <laughs> but I was surprised because we played trivia last Thursday, and one of the questions was not counting inflation, so basically leveling the playing field. Uh, which of these four Christmas movies have the highest box office? And it was Home Alone, The Grinch, the Jim Carrey one, mm-hmm. The New Grinch, and uh, Polar Express. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go on a limb and say it was Polar Express. See, I thought that was probably up there. Like, if not first, but second. Uh-huh. But yeah, that was the least. And what? And actually, uh, Home Alone is the highest grossing. Jesus. This new Grinch is the second highest grossing. Jim Carrey Grinch and then Polar Express. Wow. And that blew my mind. Yeah. Because I know, like, Polar Express, they, uh... They re-released that like three years in a row after its initial release around Christmas, like for a couple days, and like right. that's how it like made a lot of money. Right. Wow, that's surprising. Well, good for Home Alone. Right. Big fan of that movie. Yeah, I was very surprised. Yeah. What do you What are you doing right now? I am sitting and listening to music while Heath is cooking up dinner because I'm listening to new music from this year, which I've been really bad at. Oh, what, so are, you, what, are, you, what are you getting into? Uh, well, we got the new Tune Yards album uh, at the very beginning of the year when it came out, and I've only listened to it once. Uh-huh. And so we just watched Sorry to Bother You the other night, and it mm-hmm. has a ton of Tune Yards in it. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm thinking about sending you a couple tracks from this new album that I really dig. Oh, you're talking about for the for the best of 2018 video that we are currently compiling. Yes, correct. Nice. So yeah, that's what I'm up to. Great. Well, I'll. Uh, I, what, what's your favorite? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Ooh. In that thread, I think I said this, and I think I'll stand by it. I really like Edward Scissorhands. It's a really good one, and I think that that's one that like is unabashedly a Christmas movie. Like none, you can't you can't argue any of that diehard nonsense, which I already talked about earlier on the podcast. But it's like it, you cannot argue that Edward Scissorhands is a straight up Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, and I think it works on a lot of levels because it is a Christmas movie, but it also checks off all those other boxes. Like it's weird, it's quirky, it's got great colors. It's not just like red, white, and green. Yeah, it's yeah. got a lot going for it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands is a great one. I actually, I pulled out a bunch of DVDs to like play on the TV in the background. Cause we're, we're having me and Diana are having uh, her family over for Christmas day and I was going to throw on some Christmas movies. So I pulled out every Christmas movie that I have and uh, Edward Scissorhands was one of them. And I was like, I'm going to put that one right in the front, right there. So I have easy access to it. It's a good one. Yeah. Well, Bernadette, uh, have a, have a very Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you. Uh, give, uh, give Heath a big old sloppy kiss on the cheek for me. Uh, make sure you, uh, you pet those little, uh, those dog and cat children of yours for me. I can do that. I can do all of that. Great. Yeah. And we'll get together, uh, shortly after the holidays and stuff. We'll do a, we'll do a big story screen thing. Sounds 
Wednesday to go watch. Uh, what, I'm blanking on the name. Oh, the a Star is Born. We're gonna go see. Yeah, I'll see you on Wednesday. Yeah, I'll bring your gifts to that. That sounds great. Awesome. And then also, just to let you know, I really like the Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh, I you really did. Like I didn't it. ask you about that. You did like it. I'm I'm very into it. I saw it in theaters. I've always liked Jim Carrey. I think that's a great movie. I like just watched it. I watched it last night while I was wrapping presents and I was like, you know, people are kind of mean to this movie. Like it's not, and I'll, I'll say like, it's not a good movie, but like it does what it's supposed to do. Kind of. And I guess I've never really viewed it critically either. I saw it when it came out. Yeah. So you got like a nostalgic memory for it. Right. Yeah. It's like a nostalgia thing. I've never watched it and thought like, oh yeah, it's about like sexual awakening. Like someone posted <laughs> on their Facebook and I was like, yeah, yeah I've never yeah. thought about that. So. Yeah, it's a little it's a little weird in that sense that it does that. There's also like a bunch of jokes in it that are kind of like, eh, okay, in the kids movie, huh? Okay. All right, Bernadette. Well, I love you and uh, Merry Christmas again, and I'll see you soon. Love you too. Merry Christmas. Say hello to Diana and pet your fur babies for me. I will. They're upstairs, crashed out underneath the Christmas tree right now. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> bye bye. Well, all right. And uh, uh, so let's take a quick break real quick. And when we come back, I will continue talking about La Grinch that stole the Christmas. Hey, Fitz, what's going on, man? What's up? Oh, not much, dude. I'm just sitting here by myself recording a Christmas episode on How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. And uh, I thought I'd give you a call real quick and uh, see what you thought about that movie. The Grinch Stole Christmas starring Jim Carrey? Yeah. Never saw it. No? Nope. Do you know, you know of it, though? Yeah, gifts. Yeah. Yeah, gifts. Yeah, I've seen gifts, but I've never seen an actual movie. What do you, What do you think of the gifts that you've seen? What gifts have you seen? Uh, gifts. I don't know. It's not really even worth talking about. Okay. <laughs> I well, don't have anything to say about a gift. Okay. No, that's that's absolutely <laughs> fine. That's actually a very rational decision for you to make. Yeah. Uh, well, well, then, what, what's your what would you say is your favorite Christmas movie? If if you had to like throw one down on the line, it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, yeah, it's a classic. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Did you do you watch it every year? Um, no, but I have seen it in the movie theater. You've seen it in a movie theater? Yeah, in New York City. Ah, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, rock and roll. What? Why? Why? If you don't mind me asking, just real quick, why why is It's a Wonderful Life? Why is that your favorite Christmas movie? I don't know. It just makes me feel good. Is that good? Is that a good enough answer for you? That's yeah. That's a, that's a really good answer. That's great. Awesome. Uh, well, all right, man. I'll uh I'll, I'll see you soon. Oh really? Are you coming to Vega? Uh no, not not tonight. But uh, I'll definitely. I'll definitely see you really soon. I got your present wrapped up and uh, ready to go. Uh, you're going to love it. Sweet. Uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you, man. Yeah, Merry Christmas, dude. I love you. Love you. Bye.
welcome back. Uh, yeah, talking that, uh, talking that cheese pizza. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so we got... What makes How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original Dr. Seuss story? Why is that such a great story? And I'll tell you why I think it's a great story, because it's essentially Charles Dickens, Christmas Carol story, Scrooge character, doesn't like Christmas, goes through a bunch of trials and tribulations, learns to like Christmas and learns that Christmas is maybe a little bit more about love and family and being together with people who you love around the Christmas time. If you do a podcast, maybe your friends come over and you guys talk about a Christmas movie and stuff. Whatever. Um, you know, and, and, but like they usually begin like the idea of thinking like, uh, you know, Christmas is kind of like a, it's like a capitalist consumerist kind of thing where it's like, you know, the idea that everybody doesn't like, like some people don't like Christmas because it's so commercial and it's all about spending money and doing this and doing that and the gift cards and the Santa and the Coca-Cola, all this stuff. It's, and by the way. Has anybody ever made a joke about like how Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola is like the go-to Santa Claus drink for Christmas and it's got coal in the name? Like, has anybody ever made that joke before? If you haven't, you can have it for free. Make a joke that's better than mine because I can't make one. I don't even have one. I won't even try. And so like the Grinch is a guy put upon, the world puts upon him. At Christmas, everybody loves Christmas, and you should love Christmas, too. And specifically in the Jim Carrey Grinch, uh, the Ron Howard joint, uh, our Grinch is given a little bit of a backstory that he was embarrassed because he tried to shave one day, and he was just a little kid, and he did a very bad job, built this great little, little, little uh, like angel for the top of a tree, or just an angel in general. I guess it could go anywhere. Uh, I think he says it would look really good on top of a tree. So there's a euphemism in there if you want to be like a little stinker about it, maybe. Um, the, the, the angel looks really cool. I'd like to maybe try and make something like that out of a bunch of stuff that I find in my house. Uh, I like I like making gifts for people, but, you know, it's it's very it's it's much easier to just go out and buy something, buy a movie that you think somebody would like. As as my tastes go, I, I usually try and get movies for my friends and my loved ones that I think that they would dig um, you know, uh, vinyl records, which are, you know, I, I don't know if you heard vinyl records are back, baby. They're back. Um, so get on that bus cause, uh, they sound warm and that's exactly what we need at Christmas time. If you haven't heard Charlie Brown's Christmas on vinyl, man, like you're, you're really missing out. There's something really special out there for you. Um, but Christmas, it's like Christmas is a time where like you want to show somebody how much you care. And the idea about behind Christmas is that, you know, happy people feel happier and lonely people feel lonelier. And, uh, you know, people who are maybe not so much into like uh, the festive spirit and stuff like that, they can start getting a little, they can start getting a little scroogey. They can start getting a little grinchy. And, um, and so these, these stories, Charles Dickens, Christmas Carol and how the Grinch stole Christmas are, you know, they're, they're, they're about, I'm not 
telling you guys anything you don't know. They're about a person who's a little bit of a stick in the mud when it comes to the holiday festivities. And they they learn through their own actions and their own regrets towards those actions why maybe Christmas means a little bit more. You know, it's uh, in Christmas Carol, it's the ghosts uh, visit Scrooge and show him just like and. Uh, in, in something like, you know, like Fitz brought up, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, which is kind of like a twist on that tale where it's, uh, our, our protagonist is given this, this view of the world as if like, if they had never been born, if they had never existed, how, how absolutely terrible the world would be, which is great. Cause it's kind of like a Star Trek episode in that way, even though it came out before Star Trek was even like a twinkle in Gene Roddenberry's eye, but it's still really cool. Um, and it's, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it the Grinch, specifically the uh, the book and the '60s version, you know, Dr. Seuss's books really kind of utilize this kind of um, this kind of uh, like lit- like literal music, like literary music that like it, it rhymes, uh, it's poetry, like to some degree, and uh, it, and it really kind of just flows and stuff like that, and it gets to a point where you're a person my age in this day and age, uh, that grew up with both the, the cartoon and the book, it's really hard to read the book and disconnect the, uh, you know, like all the noise, 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 like that Boris Karloff, like voice that they do. And like that kind of Chuck Jones attitude, it's really, really cool. And it's interesting because like Christmas music is really a big part of the holiday season. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, a uh, a fantastic representation of what it feels like to be around Christmas. And that's one of the things I really do agree with is that we start getting into the Christmas season a little too early, you know, uh, the past couple decades, you know, it's like as soon as Halloween's over and now recently, like kind of even before it's like, oh, back Christmas. It's like, nobody cares about Thanksgiving, which like, you don't have to care about Thanksgiving. That's absolutely fine. It's kind of a bullshit holiday, but still, chill out. Like, I don't think there's any reason to really start like decorating, getting fucking jazz for Christmas until December 1st. You still got 25 days. It's the better part of a month. Yeah. You know, so, um, the, um, and the Jim Carrey Christmas, how it so Christmas, you know, they bring a lot of the music from like the classic stuff you're mean with Mr. Grant, stuff like that from the from the cartoon. Um and there's also like the new song, which isn't all that great. But yeah, it's uh it is what it is. It's a it's a music musical music stuff happening. Music is very important, like I said before, like in a lot of Christmas movies, whether you think it's a Christmas movie or not, if there's Christmas music, you know, it, it kind of heightens the idea of Christmas and kind of creates it as like this kind of uh, subjective backdrop kind of thing that is just like, like, especially with Shane Black movies, like it really kind of makes it interesting. Let, let, hold on a second. Let's call uh, the music expert story screen. Hey, Colin. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing really good, man. I'm sitting down uh, doing a uh, podcast on uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey one, all by myself. Oh. Yeah. 
got, got myself some eggnog and some bourbon. I got myself my very own cheese pizza. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, I was just talking about, um, the music in, uh, you know, the original like sixties cartoon and how that kind of came from like a rhyming scheme and stuff from Dr. Seuss from the original book and how they, you know, how Christmas music is kind of a really important, uh, part of a lot of Christmas movies. Yes. And I figured I'd call the um, the story screen music aficionado real quick to maybe just like yeah, uh, just kind of ask you like what what do you what do you think about the how the Grinch stole Christmas and, and music in Christmas movies? Uh, well, in general, um, I mean, to emote the feeling, it's pretty easy with the typical instrumentation of the sleigh bells and the glockenspiel and whatnot and then um i think uh i don't know it, it, it varies it varies i mean the the thing that's coming fresh on my mind is the silly uh um what's his face um who's the kurt russell movie that came out this year on netflix oh is that the christmas chronicles or something where he plays santa and he just and he's just rocking and rolling. So that's the only thing that I can. Oh, think you of. you watch that? Uh, uh, partially, yes. How how was the how were the parts that you saw? The parts the parts that I saw were better than the Hallmark Christmas movie that I uh, that I recently watched. Was that the Selena Gomez one? No, not the Selena Gomez one. This was like a straight up no name nobody, but it was really really funny. It was highly entertaining. But, uh, yeah, the Christmas uh, Chronicles was, it was it was pretty solid. The production value was there. You could tell it was a Netflix movie, for sure, as opposed to a Hallmark Channel movie. Right. Well, and they also got the charm of Kurt Russell. Yes, yes. And Goldie Hawn as Mrs. Claus. I heard that that's a spoiler. Like, they talk about Mrs. Claus throughout the whole thing, and then at the end, it's like, well, it's Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell's real famous wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fantastic. No, that's good. That's a that's a fun thing to do. I'm sure that like 85% of the population on Earth love that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. My family, uh, my kids enjoyed it. How are your kids doing on, on this Christmas? My kids are doing, my kids are doing very well. They're, uh, we're going to go see Santa tomorrow at Macy's. Ooh. Which will be nice. <laughs> yep. Very nice. Good. Well, and, uh, all the, all the presents are pretty much, uh, are done. So, yeah, how's everything with your Christmas so far? Pretty good. I'm uh, sitting here by myself talking about the Grinch, uh, drinking bourbon and eggnog with a little bit of cinnamon in it, eating a, a whole large cheese pizza to myself. Where I got you eat your pizza? I got my presents. Re- what, what's that? Where you eat your pizza? Oh, Emiliano's in Poughkeepsie. It's like the absolute best pizza spot like in the area. I've never had Emiliano's. Ah, I'll bring you a pie. Nice. Yeah, man. Uh, so uh, before I let you go real quick, cause I, I know it's the Christmas season and everybody's busy, which is why I'm doing this alone. Um, what's your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Christmas movie? Oh, jeez. Uh, Off the cuff. You won't be held to it. Pound for pound, probably Scrooged. Yeah, that's a good the one. one. I, the one I've seen probably the most and the one that sticks with me the most. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a really good one. I was talking with, uh, our, our buddy Brian about it. As a, uh, that and you know, I am a sucker for a Christmas story. 
That's a, I mean, that one's on all the time. That's one that I never really actually grew up with myself. I, I, I've seen the movie tons of times, but like, I don't have the affinity for it that I see that a lot of people around my same age group have for it. You know, and it's really funny. It's just in the past, and I think we've talked about this before, but in the, like, I started watching it as far as, you know, how technical it is. And it's, um, it's amazing. You know, probably one of the best edited movies of all time. It feels like it's, you know, it's a, it's in, what an hour and ten probably, but it feels like it's thirty minutes. So mm, no, no, I'm guess, I'm into that. I like I like myself a nice tight movie. I guess that's a good thing. So well, all right, Colin, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go, man. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you. You too, Mike. Send uh, give give uh, give your wife a nice big sloppy kiss on the cheek for me, and uh, and pet those little fur babies of yours. I will. Thank you very much, man. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Yeah, so like again, Scrooge, fantastic movie. It's really good. I actually haven't watched Scrooge in a while. I should rewatch that one. I did just get Scrooge for my mom uh, for Christmas on Blu-ray. She asked for it, which I guess really isn't like if because I know she listens. I I know that's not really a spoiler. Like she specifically said like, oh, I'd like this and I'd like Scrooge on Blu-ray, so she knows I'm. Getting her those two things, at least. So that's not a big deal. Hi, mom. Love you. Merry Christmas. Um. Yeah. The, so the other really interesting thing that I think about how the Grinch stole Christmas is the the Jim Carrey one, of course, is, which is the topic of the day, is um the way that they kind of like I talk, I, I touched on it briefly before, but it's, it's how like they kind of take like little chunks from the beginning of the book. And then like the end of the movie is like pretty much the whole book of him actually stealing the Christmas. And, you know, cause the book's kind of half and half where it's like half of it is like the Grinch is mean and we don't know why. And now he's stealing Christmas and then he gets good and he comes back. Um, and the movie tries to go deeper into that by like kind of fleshing out that he got embarrassed and, he he get he wins like like a, like Christmas cheermeister or like an award or something in Whoville where like he's invited down from the mountain by Cindy Lou Who to try him. He's gonna win an award and stuff like that, and he's got all his little Jim Carrey quips and tricks and stuff like that, and you know it's uh, it, and he gets embarrassed again. Um, uh, Jeffrey Tambor, everybody's <laughs> absolute favorite actor, absolutely nothing wrong with him at all. Uh, he plays the mayor who comes out and he gives him like an extra razor. He was his bully in high school. He gives him a razor and everybody starts laughing. I don't know if they get the inside thing. I think they think it's just more kind of ridiculous. I don't know. Um, he's got like a really, and and then Jim Carrey just kind of goes like all like uh, Mr. Hyde on everybody and like starts freaking out and uh, goes and builds himself a Santa Claus suit. And like he builds his own like rocket powered sled and stuff, which kind of goes back to, he, he he likes to build things. He like even like when he was he was building the 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 angel ornament for his love when he was a child that ultimately ended up for him like self banishing himself to the mountain just outside of Whoville. Um, you know it's he, he it, it it tries to ground him and it tries to give a reason why. But at the end of the day, it's like there's like storks coming in, and the storks are like bringing the who's, but like they. Like a like a black umbrella instead of a stork or something brought 
the Grinch, like there was a wind and it blew from somewhere else, but they're on a snowflake. So like, is there other stuff on the other side of the snowflake or like, what is that? Like, you know, like I'm really skeeved out about the idea of Max as a dog. Like why are there no other dogs? Why is like, there's this place and they have Christmas, but like they don't have anything else that kind of looks like us, but they have houses and architect. And that, that's really weird shit. Like if you want to like overthink it and get deep on stuff that really doesn't matter. Um, Oh, speaking of which, why don't we, why don't we give, uh, why don't we give our good buddy here a call? Oh, hello. Hey, Robbie, how are you? Hi, good, how are you? I'm doing very good, man. I'm recording the, uh, the Grinch podcast by myself. Okay. Uh, just sitting here with, uh, some eggnog, uh, and, uh, there's bourbon in the eggnog. Of course. That's good. I have yeah. a I have a large cheese pizza all to myself as well. Oh, so you're a monster. That's great. Yeah, I'm having a really great monstrous <laughs> little time talking about the Grinch. I'm I'm beasting it up, you know. Am I am I on are you recording me also right now? Absolutely. Oh, okay, fun. Hey everybody. Say hi everyone. Hi. No, not Thank you. you. No, everybody else. Say hi. There you go, they said it. Yeah, that's nice of them. Yeah. Quiet type. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was just calling real quick to see how your how your Christmas season's going. If if maybe you had anything to say about uh, the Jim Carrey, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh, you know, I like his his makeup in that one. They they, they, it's a, they they won the Academy Award for best makeup for that film. Did they really that year? What were they up against? <laughs> Isn't that bullshit? Who fucking That's knows? Stupid. That's so stupid. <laughs> Who knows? Damn, that's an Academy Award winning movie. Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, a lot of those, like so, so Suicide Squad. So don't, 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 no, 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 no. Did you see? Did you see that movie? You saw the movie? Did I see The Grinch or Suicide Squad? How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I've seen The Grinch. Yeah, like I like the the makeup is good. You know, Jim Carrey's doing his his best his best job. He's doing a great job. He is doing a great job. That's a good way to put it. The whole time you watch the movie, you're like, Jim Carrey's really, he's going for this. He's, he's, he's doing, he's doing, he's making his money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about, uh, what's your, what's, what's your, uh, favorite, uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? If you had to be, uh, if you had to be pushed to just like drop one right now. If I had to just say my favorite Christmas movie, um, you know, I like, I, I like Night Before Christmas. That's like a good that one. one. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's it's spooky, but it's also a Christmas. So I think that's that's what comes to mind at the moment. Yeah, and it's kind of got like a, a similar kind of thing with like the Christmas Carol and Grinch and stuff like that, where they're kind of like uh, like Scrooge characters are like, meh, 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 but it's kind of inversed, where True. it's it's like Jack is more like he's depressed with where the state that he's in, and he yeah. sees Christmas and he's like, that's the thing that can save me, and he slowly has to learn that. You know, Christmas can be for everybody, but you don't get to control it. Yeah. No, that's true. I, told you, I actually have never thought about him being the inverse of Scrooge character. That's very interesting. Kind of. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, in a way. yeah it's you like, know, like the Scrooge Christmas. character and like the Grinch character and like a lot of other Christmas yeah. movies like to deal with capitalism and stuff as like this kind of like commercialism and stuff like that, trying to bring that down and stuff like, and like, Oh, it's, they, they're losing the holiday spirit and you have to teach a character. Well, it's not all about money and it's not all about gifts and stuff. It's about joy and family and love and being together and being holly jolly and merry. 
and, all that shit. Yeah, and, and Jack Skellington's yeah. character is kind of the inverse of that, where he's somebody who's looking for something holly and jolly and merry, and he finds something, and, you know, like a like a crazy little fiend with a glass ball, like he almost breaks it and destroys it completely by trying to, like, play yeah. with it. Yeah, that's true. I agree. <laughs> well, great, Robbie. Um, I can't wait to see you. I, I have your presents wrapped. I'm, I'm so excited to, to give you your presents yeah, this year. Yeah, I actually I can see yours in front of me right now, wrapped and good to go. Oh, God. What color are the, what color is the wrapping paper? It's, it's in a bag, actually. Oh, what color is the paper. bag? Yeah, I think I gave you pink tissue paper mm. in your bag. Mm, you know me so well. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Well, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you, man. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you, young, young birds, young man. Oh, thank you, buddy. Have yourself a really good one, man. I'll see you in a couple days. Okay. Yeah, I'll see you soon. I love you. Bye, bud. I love you, too. Bye, buddy. Yeah, so, you know, it's everybody, everybody, you know, still wants to talk, at least. You know, they're doing, they're obviously very busy. Um, But I I think that, you know, what we can all kind of glean from this experience together, you and I, young listeners, uh, is that, you know, Christmas doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you have to be around the people that you care about. It's good enough to know that those people care about you enough to pick up the phone and talk to you about nonsense and silly stuff that you really that like they probably have way better things to do than to talk to me about their favorite Christmas movie and all that stuff. You know, they, 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 they got their own stuff to do. I got my own stuff to do. I got pizza to eat. I got eggnog and bourbon to drink. And I'm, I'm probably going to get done with this episode and I'm going to read how the Grinch stole Christmas again. But, um, anyway, so, you know, let's, let's cut it off there. You know, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, 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 let's let the Grinch be merry and uh let's let me eat some more pizza i'm feeling really good uh i'm really excited to get some presents and also give some presents i find as i get older i'm kind of like yeah like i'm more into i'm not so much like excited about like what am i gonna get for christmas but you're kind of like i can't wait for like this person or that person or this person to see what i got them and i hope they like it that becomes a little bit more exciting and i know that that might kind of seem well that's the way it always always should be but you know, I, I haven't always been like a pretty good person, but you know, I think I'm getting there. And uh, this eggnog is just amazing. Mm. Oh yeah. So I mean, like regular spiel, uh, shortened version. You know, like um, follow us on Instagram at story underscore screen underscore beacon. You can get us over on Twitter at story underscore screen. Definitely visit storyscreenbeacon.com where you can read a bunch of awesome articles and reviews and podcasts. Uh, we got new stuff coming out all the time, multiple things being dropped every week. And, um, uh, as Robbie would say, you could buy a fucking t-shirt. It makes a really good gift. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, like Merry Christmas to all of you guys. Happy holidays where it matters the most to everyone. Make sure you love everybody. Eat some good food. Uh, be safe traveling if you're doing that as well. Not just from myself, but also from the entire Story Screen family. Um, we're all very busy right now. We have a lot of really exciting things that are about to start happening in the new year as far as Story Screen goes and also personally. Um, 
yeah, so uh, go get yourself your own uh, large cheese pizza. It's uh, not to be missed. This has been really good, and I can't wait to crash back into some more of this little bad boy over there. I see you. I see you over there, cheese pizza. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, happy holidays again, and uh, I love you all. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are an absolutely amazing uh, listenership. Uh, talk to us some more. Uh, let us know what kind of movies that you want uh, coming into the new year. We've got a pretty like uh, clean slate going forward. We got a couple main things that we want to hit, but we're also looking for some inspiration from you guys. So if you're listening, take uh, the time real quick. Uh, you know, like uh, add us at Twitter or on Instagram or write in the comments below from wherever you're listening to this. And um, yeah, let's let, let's figure out what we're going to talk about for the next 365 days till next Christmas. Uh, Thank you guys again. I'm Mike Birch. Um, All right. Peace out and goodwill towards men and women. Welcome Christmas. Bring your cheer. Cheer to all who's far and near. Christmas Day is in our grasp, so long as we have hands to grasp. Christmas Day will always be, just as long as we have we. Welcome Christmas while we stand, heart to heart and hand in hand. Merry Christmas from Story Screen, and Happy Holidays.